ladies and gentlemen, living legends pod. Welcome to the Battle Dome. It is just yourself here um, listening to the commish and Lord Dolan. Mr. President could not join us tonight. Uh, he got wrapped up in a couple of different things and um, we just we just wish him well. We keep it moving. Next, Next man, man up mentality. mentality. The the pod's got that dog in them. So we're gonna we're gonna move on to <laughs> what we've got lined up to the, uh, this week. Wants a couple of co- uh, cover a couple things on top of the recap of last week, and then of course what we're looking for next week. But the the first thing I want us to, to cover is we're we're four weeks out. You're you're into the season. You're starting in to to get into a couple injuries. Um, we, we haven't started hitting real by, you know, weak situations yet, but that's right on the horizon. So we're just far out enough to kind of look back and this, just see if we did what we wanted to do in the draft early season. Maybe it's too early of a prediction, but in the draft, somebody that you regret getting and then the person that you you wish you got if, and if you feel like it you can throw in the person that you're really excited that you did get but let's let's uh i'll, I'll actually start with you lord dolan and then i'll go um what's somebody that's that's a, a regrettable draft pick in any of your leagues and then someone you wish you got man the, the player that has done me dirty this season is alan robinson Show. A- alan <laughs> i was all over alan robinson in every league and his stat line for the season, for the season, is nine catches for 95 yards and a touchdown. It's wild because he was the sexy draft, you know, draft Nick, fantasy football. This is the pick to make. He was up there. He was in the. He was in that category where whatever site you look at that's giving you news is basically telling you he's the player you win your league off of because that's that mid tier really exceeds expectations. There was a lot of love for Allen Robinson before the season started. Yeah, and I was all over it. I bought into the hype, and that train has not left the station. Not at all. The Rams look like an injured animal. Like they are in trouble. It's bad. It's it's bad. This is worse than a Super Bowl hangover. I mean, I watched that game against the Niners, and yeah, they look like a shell of themselves from last year. Yeah, like they're. I I I caught the game late late on into the game, and I remember hearing the announcer basically be like, "Cooper Cup, uh, fifteen catches, all of them, you know, short yardage," and he's like catching it three yards from the line of scrimmage and then getting hit. And the announcer's like, I know he's going to be sore after this game. And I'm like, shit, I never thought of that. Like, (laughs) just being like, I keep getting hit, man. Like, no, I'm not injured, but my body hurts. (laughs) It's just achy. Like, what is this? (laughs) Like, I'm getting, I'm getting hit on these four yard gains. I'm a receiver. What are you doing to me? Like, (laughs) There's a reason why six catches is a good day and eight is a good day. Because, like, I'm not supposed to be – I'm not a running back. So, yeah, it's not my job. That's not my job. So, like, that that team is that team is really, really struggling. But so, so Allen Robinson's your regrettable. Who's the player that you wish you got? So, this is a player I grabbed in one league, and I wish I was able to get him in the other two. And speaking of having that dog in him, it is Saquon Barkley. Oh my God! Can't lie. He is playing every offensive position for the Giants, and it is because of him they're three and one. 
and he's leading the league in scrimmage yards, I think, through four weeks. I have him in our main league, and I, I wish I was able to pony up a little more salary cap budget and the other two to grab him because he looks like the real deal. You think um, you think it's going to last through the season, like this is the real deal type of season, or you're going to ride it as long as you can? You don't think it's going to be forever? I still th- I think he'll finish the season as a top five back. I don't know if he'll hold the number one spot because at some point defense is going to catch up with Giants are doing. I think I don't know. I can't believe their... they haven't already. It's kind of wild. It, well, the competition's been subpar. I mean, it was the Bears last week. Mm. Uh, the Titans' defense has looked mediocre this season. I think once the Giants get into the meat of their schedule, the the numbers will go down a little bit. But he's going to get the. The workload, there's no one else competing for touches. Their starting receiver this week is number five on their depth chart. So Saquon is the only one I think they trust giving the ball to. Mm. Ah, yeah, I didn't I didn't think I'd see the day, but it, it looks like that's what's uh that's what's going on. So good for Saquon. Um good for your good for your team. When I when I look at my teams across, there's a couple a couple different options. I'll start off on the positive end. Uh, I'll start off with the player that I wish I got um, and I did get in one of my leagues, but the has to be Jalen Hurts with a oh, close steal. second. Close second being Josh Allen, but Jalen Hurts, I wanted him in every single league, targeted him in every single league, and like I think one league he was already somebody's keeper or something, so I couldn't even go after him. So it was it was a bidding war, and I'm looking at it like you couldn't have paid too much. If you were like, oh, yeah. Jalen went for 43, it'd be like, yeah, that's fine. That's that's fine. And there's always those players that whose value like supersedes the position that they're in. Um, yeah. and yet, or the, or you just overpay or quote unquote overpay. And it like, at the end of the year, it's like, you could not have overpaid. Like there is yep. their, their, their value was that crazy. Jalen hasn't like completely just stayed there at that level. Like Peyton Manning, 50 touchdown type of fantasy year where you're just like, there's no like preparing the other team for your quarterback dropping 40 on you every week, but he's got that potential. And it's looking like it's it can it can happen. So that's a player that I got once, and I wish I got everywhere. Um, and then one that's a a regrettable player, somebody I kind of wish I didn't get. Man, why did I get Keenan Allen? Oh, that's <laughs> and that's for you. That's tough because you're a big Mike Williams guy. Yeah, you're always in love with Mike Williams, and then you, you cheated on him. <laughs> I cheated on him, and I said, let me go with the guy who knows a little bit. He's been around the block. Let me get the Keenan Allen option because Mike Williams always gets hurt. First off, shut your face. Keenan Allen has played for like a game and a half, if that. No, he got injured in the first game. and I, I just played been, a half. I've just been waiting and hoping. He was doing well, too. And it's just like, what are you doing to me? I've had you on my IR. They're saying you're going to play, but you might not. Who knows? Good luck. Walk away emoji. Like, I don't, I don't know. And so I really, I really regret Keaton Allen, man. Do you, do you have another person that you regret getting? Um, probably, I wouldn't say I regret this one because I still think there's potential, but there's a little bit of buyer's remorse. It would be Travis Etienne. Mm. And it's kind of bittersweet to say because I, what James Robinson did, he's the first running back ever to come back and play this well from Achilles injury, but 
damn him, he's screwing me in, in a couple of leagues <laughs> with, with his successful season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and ATN is still it still has some hope because I mean the last game that they had was against the Eagles and the Eagles like completely shut down the run game. So yeah. he may, you know, he may go back to not playing, you know, top five DVOA defenses and he'll be able to put up a couple points, you know, but he's in a buzzsaw right now. But he's just not available. <laughs> he's not available to help you, your fantasy team. But we'll, we'll maybe next week. So things could change for him. So the outlook's looking good. Um, next, next thing, uh, that we want to talk about was week four games that stood out. Any NFL games that you thought the outcome or just what, what, what that you saw that you, that you enjoyed? Man, was this the, the new version of the greatest show on turf? That's Seattle Seahawks Lions game. They combined yeah. for 93 points. Geno yeah. Smith and Jared Goff suddenly became Hall of Famers overnight. What happened? What happened? First off, real quietly, Jared Goff is having an incredible season and putting up like top five numbers. But it's the, insane what he's doing. It's nuts. And we just kind of accept that it's the system because we've seen Jared Goff long enough to know that like this can't be you. Uh, and and then the fact that the defense is is like giving up those points almost immediately it seems like like one for one like for seventy five cents on the dollars when you could score on the on the, on the Lions yeah. defense if we put up thirty you could definitely get twenty seven on us no no problem and then you got to play us like it's just insane but can you imagine if the Lions was, were was beating teams thirty five fourteen. You know, like 40, you know, 20. Like, people are like, what is going on? If they had an average defense, they would be one number one in their division. Average. That's it. An average defense, they'd be number one in their division. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that, that was a game that was just, it was, it was, it was crazy. It was crazy. Um, I, I actually don't have a game outside of that one. That, that I wanted to talk about. I continue to look at Russ and just be like, what is, what is going on? He's, he did better, but ah, they paid a lot for him. Well, see, this is, that's interesting. Going back to the Seattle game now, it's, was Russ a system guy? Mm. Because Geno's look very successful in the same offense and Russ is not. So what's, what's really the company man? That we we dubbed him for a few years. But the crazy thing is that Russ is known for his off script plays, like the scramble out, you know, add another three yards to the play, deep moon ball to the outside on a on a dime time and time again. So it's it's weird to think of somebody like that as a system quarterback. You would just you would imagine it would be the person who drops back. I know where to put the ball. You know, this is who I read on my first and on my second. And this is what the system gives me. So I don't know. It's, it might just be a slump. Russ has these weird moments and parts of his career where he just kind of yeah. like plateaus. And then all of a sudden he's doing four or five touchdowns a game, two, three games in a row. But we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, I mean, in particular, in the fantasy world, the first week of divisional games just ended. So week four for our divisions across this uh, 
the 17 week regular season um well 17 week season in total with the with the championships included week 4 is the last week um where you have your uh or week 4 is the the first week of your of your divisional games week 4 or 5 5 we're coming five. this, this we're, weekend we're coming into it. that's right we just finished our last uh, um, non-divisional. This week will be your first week of, of divisional games. What What are you seeing, uh, Sean? Are Are you seeing anything that is lining up, or thoughts on what it, what it means to go into divisional games? I think across our three leagues, you just you just see the parity and the level of competition in all the leagues. I think most of the teams are two and two. There's really no one in any of the leagues that's kind of running away with their division yet. I know in in two leagues, I'm one in three, and I'm in second place. Mm. So I think going into the divisional games, and we talk about it every year, if you can do well in these next four weeks or three weeks, you can pretty much sort of start to lock up a playoff spot because you're going to have tiebreakers, you're going to run your, win your division, you put yourself in a really good place. So the next three weeks are critical for that uh, locking up that playoff spot. Yeah, yeah. You definitely don't want pure disaster where you just you go one in you know one and two or zero oh and three pure disasters. You go zero oh and three the next three weeks. That's a that's a real rough. That's rough. But um, you so you don't want that. But I mean, on the other end, if you do like end up being three and zero oh, or a very solid two and one over the next three weeks, you'll look back and be like, that was the time where I put in just an, just enough. To always be dangerous in in the um, in the playoff ride, and because this is not actual football, and there is no such thing as like momentum in a in a locker room that you might lose, you get to the playoffs. Literally anything could happen. <laughs> literally anything could happen. We've seen it happen. We've seen undefeated teams go down week one just yeah. because. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I saw a meme that said like when uh. This is me when I bench my my star quarterback on my fantasy team to let my team know that I don't take that shit. <laughs> we we have a culture here that we take very very important to us. <laughs> you have to send a message to the locker room. You've got to you've got to send a message to the locker room. And so with uh with that in your fantasy locker room, is there any fantasy news overall that um any impacts that you saw from last week that you, you want to talk about? I think both in fantasy and the league, this, the Tua situation, as it mm. continues to unravel and become unpacked with, with leaks and stories and other players speaking out, it's looking real messy for the Dolphins and for the league. I know it was I – I heard that the investigation was supposed to conclude before tonight's kickoff. I haven't seen anything yet. I don't know if it's going to get delayed. But oh, really? last week – yeah, last weekend they reported that the independent uh, neurological expert, he was released from his duties with the Dolphins, citing um, anger issues during the evaluation for Tua in the Buffalo game and quote-unquote several mistakes. And then further in the article goes on to say that the team doctor is the one that had the final say whether Tua could play, which seems contradictory to what's the point of the independent neurologist the team yeah, physician yeah. makes the call anyway yeah 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 so that, that makes no sense that looks murky and before we get into like the the team impact of the dolphins and fantasy i saw an article today alex smith came out and a couple of days ago 
he was asked about the concussion protocols in the league, and he said, "Yeah, if you want to, if you want to get around them, you can." He goes, "I did it in 2016, right? There's always a back door through these things, and I was able to to skirt by the concussion protocols back then." And Andy Reid just kind of looked the other way. Really? Yeah. And what the what the what is this? Like, what are we doing? Exactly. What 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 are we doing? <laughs> if you could just get through them or skirt by them after there's so much um attention on the on concussions. That's 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 crazy. Yeah, how is it that easy to skirt by when every year this is the only thing that's the only thing we talk the NFL? about. Yeah. yeah. It's the only thing we talk about. Yeah. The only like even the people who were like, oh, we've taken all the like big hits have calmed down and been like, yeah, I mean, what did I want them to die? Like, OK, but the only thing we regularly talk about is concussion. So I guess we'll see. We'll see what the performance is to get everybody in line. Um, but we'll see how that goes going forward. So with that going forward into the fifth week of the NFL season and the fifth week of our of our fantasy, is there anything that you you think is a must watch you, you're interested in the Thursday game um, anything that you you, you want to call out I do want to see how how Russ performs to see if he can carry last week's momentum into this week and see what's up with Indy I, I thought Matt Ryan going to Indianapolis kind of puts the whole puzzle together out there and it's, it doesn't seem to be working for me um, so I, I'd probably circle that game looking at the the schedule the rest of the week through Sunday, nothing really jumps out of me. A lot of the point spreads are pretty big too. So I'd, I'd probably say tonight's game is the one I'm locked into. What about you? Yeah, I think, um, I think the Sunday night game is, is, is going to be interesting. Uh, we've got some, we've got some stuff to see throughout the week and through the, uh, through going into the, going into Sunday and, and, and all of that, but I think that the Sunday night game is going to be a little interesting. Do you have anyone anyone on your team playing Sunday night? Uh, do uh, yes, I have uh, I have Bateman, Rashad Bateman in a league or two, but he's got that foot injury, so I grabbed Devin Duvernay. I might slot him in as a sneaky one week play to see if he can carry the load as a wide receiver one. Yeah, I mean that's the that's been the question and. and Baltimore as well like is, is he is he able to do that I have a feeling sneaky suspicion that Cincinnati makes this more of a game than you would think um, this kind of like weird start to their season which even though they still have the same record as Baltimore um, their season has somehow felt more disappointing than Baltimore Baltimore seems like yep. it's you know it's still in better shape but I think Cincinnati may give them a run and wouldn't be surprised if they, you know, end up winning this game and kind of like having the conversation going on in Baltimore of like what is going on in Baltimore and a narrative in Cincinnati of like, oh, maybe this isn't that bad of a season. I can see that happening. I could definitely see Cincinnati stealing one on the road on Sunday night. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see what uh what, what actually goes down um, as we go into the the next week of the season everybody good luck on your on your teams make sure you have your lineups in order uh don't get caught out there like randy who forgets to set his lineup back in time 
Um, and then, of course, this is the first week of divisional games. I'm a big proponent of you you play the game to win the week. So just because a player did well for you last week, check the matchup this week and vice versa. Um, I benched Christian Kirk right before he played the, the Eagles. And Christian Kirk has been balling out for me. And he did nothing against the Eagles. And it was like, hey, play the matchup, man. So these are the weeks you're just trying to get the win because they really add up. So pay attention to what's going on out there. Keep listening to the podcast. Keep hitting everybody up in the Slack and keep the conversation going. Appreciate you. Come back next week. Living Legends Podcast. Peace.